0: Started there with the uh, amazing mainliner uh, that's come out on Riot Season Records. This band are sort of, I don't know, just an, an amalgamation or maybe like a continuation of certain parts of Acid Mother's Temple. Pete, you picked this and um, everything that we play from Riot Season these days seems to be this crazy psychedelic cavalcade of, of riffs and and psychedelic frequencies. So this is no different, really. Is it? It's absolutely bonkers.
1: And, and what I like is it's not just, it's not kind of summery light psych, you know, to kind of just go to sleep to. It's, you know, it it tears, it scars, you know, it's got a real raw guitar sound. You're almost like, almost noise rock. The psych is generated almost through the repetition. You know, it's 20 minutes long and it just goes round and round until in this storm, which lulls you into that sense rather than trips you into it. And that spikiness to it, Um, it's like you say, it's, it's, it's what you kind of come to expect from riot season now and from a lot of the kind of, Japanese psych bands you know as you say there's kind of Acid Mother's Temples connections here I think there was a member in Bone Engine as well so it's all the things we like from both label and kind of that that genre and sounding
0: area. Definitely I mean when you when you hear right season to put out a record it's it's either going to be some bonkers um, English thing that's eccentric or, or crazy or it's going to be um, a Japanese psych release in, in my book but There's enough subtle changes between releases I think to keep Riot Season like a really interesting label and I absolutely rate everything they put out. I mean I I try and stop myself from from just purchasing everything they put out because it gets expensive after a while because they do such good vinyl releases as well so if you're ever in need of something new to listen to um, Riot Season put out things so regularly and with such quality yeah definitely worth checking out so that song was called Blasphemy Hunter Um, the full 20 minutes you can find at riotseasonrecords.bandcamp.com and the album is called Dual Myths absolutely brilliant yeah really good start to the podcast I think so as I say every week we're playing 9 of the best tracks that we found via Bandcamp Via submissions to 9hertz.co.uk and through emails to editor at 9hertz.co.uk. So if you want to sort of send us anything uh, to play on the podcast, there is your option. Got some absolutely amazing uh, tracks to play this week, all of it eclectic as ever. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going full on uh, with sort of like, I never know how to describe these other than just very angry, but um, the, the amazing Alterage have got a new album called uh, Succumb uh, that's out very soon. And uh, yeah, the, the only track that they've released so far called Magno Vento is the one we're going to play next. And I just, I feel like this band just go on a hundred miles an hour and don't give up. Um, it's just so dark and so evil sounding. I had to play it. And we're, we're comparing a lot of bands to this band at the moment with, you know, they're kind of like the base for this kind of rage filled stuff really, isn't it?
1: Funny fact. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I, when I was playing this earlier this week, which is, they've, I think they've often been compared to Portal. Um, since they came around, you know, we reviewed their demo um, in 2015. Even the demo was of, you know, really high quality. The albums they've put out have been immense. The last one I've I've been listening recently, just uh, before I even knew they had a a new album coming out, and they've sustained this really high level, Uh, you know, a consistent level, they're at the top of the game, they're at the top of their kind of sub-sub-genre of, you know, death metal and, and kind of darkest doom. For so many releases now that actually you kind of superseded this, you know, this link to Portal and and the like. And actually, like you say, you compare bands to Alterage instead. It's because, you know, they're a brilliant band. Every release has been superb. This is the first track, you know, it's it's the only track I've heard. And it's just evident that they're not going to let it slip from here. It's just strange. It's diabolical. It's what I like is it's that mixture of like this kind of clinical is the wrong word but like that avant-garde element of yes portal but with like almost like debauched violence of say dragged into sunlight or someone like that and it's just a perfect storm of all of that
0: yeah i think i'd describe it as a storm it just sounds like you're in the you know the middle of this chaotic hellscape to be honest so that's the best way i can describe this band really and for a three-piece i think they are it's astonishing absolutely beautiful cover art for this as well i don't know if you've seen it. it's kind of like this textured painting and it just kind of marks them out from from other bands i mean i've seen so many terrible covers within uh, black metal and death metal recently that you know just something different is, is notable i think so yeah re- really can't wait to hear the the whole record which is actually out it's a while yet but it's uh, april 23rd if you want to uh, track this down uh, you can go to alterage som like I said before we're gonna play the song magno evento So from that we're going to something a, a lot more kind of down to earth and a lot more kind of organic sounding I think uh, with the next one, uh, we think it's uh, Bourgeois, you say this band's uh, name as, but uh, yeah um, I mean I, I spotted this in the emails Pete but uh, you've, uh, you've you've picked the opening track off it and yeah it's, it's very sort of laid back it's got a practice room quality to it and yeah I just really enjoyed this
1: it's members of Backwards Payback who are kind of Small Stone Records alumni, you know, kind of from Stoner Rock scene. They've explained that it's a, essentially they're a lockdown project. This date on the kind of band camp born in the basement during the great year that was 2020. Well, we talked a lot over the last year, but even up to last week, we talked about playing music that has been created in the environments of, you know, of our time. And here's another band. So you don't need to go into that again, but I, I, I love this. I, I love kind of hearing it. I love the different aspects that have come out. And you could tell it's definitely lo-fi, you know, coming from something like so strange and alien as Alterage to this, which is this sounds like it was recorded in a, in a basement, which it obviously is. And harks back to, you know, kind of stoner rock of old, even hints of grunge in there. Yeah. I just really liked it. I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, it. It's got a character about it, which a proper production would probably ruin so you know a sign of the times and just a great kickback record i think
0: definitely and i, th- I think um it's got a sense of humor to it's all very sort of tongue-in-cheek and you can tell it's just a bunch of mates haven't having a laugh really but yeah um just a really interesting little release like you say almost like a curiosity i guess looks like they've just released something in january as well called farm Witch, uh which i'm yet to listen to but i'm sure it's as good as this i mean this is really like like i say this is like laid back and you said like a bit of garage rock maybe um hmm. it's got that kind of maybe mid-2000s sound to it as well maybe a bit pared down with the uh, stoner rock sort of sound as well but yeah if you want to grab this they've, they've actually done a cassette there's nine remaining at the moment uh, and they're just six dollars so if you fancy sort of um, cracking open a bit of this uh, uh you can go to bourgeois.bandcamp.com and we're going to play the song black flag <laughs> So sometimes we uh, we just want a, a little bit of grindcore just to sort of blast the cobwebs away. And I, I found the perfect one this week. So uh, a band called Love, who uh, have released uh, an excellent little tape via Red Truth Productions. As uh, we were discussing off air, this, this label seemed to have put out so many interesting bands. Uh, and here's another one. I mean, we've played the likes of in Slund and Polori and bands like that on the podcast before. But yeah, never heard of this band before. Power Violence slash Hardcore from France, as, as they describe themselves. And yeah, I just thought this really, really hit the spot. Just really chaotic grind. It's got um, sort of hints of uh, KLS uh, that we've played before, like big, big drum production on this, which makes it stand out a little bit more. But yeah, it's just 12 tracks of anger and pissed off kind of power violence, which I'm all for. Uh, what do you make of this one, Pete?
1: I like, yeah, the same. I like this a lot. There's, it's got kind of crusty elements, high elements, punk, power violence. You know, these are all kind of... It's coming from the same place, but they do it really well. There's something about it I like. From the album titles, "After the Rain," and the sun comes out, and I think that's a, a nice posy title for for where we are right now as a, a planet. Punk should be about you know punk's positive force as well. You know, it's not it, it, while well, ever you know they can it can spout negativity and all that. Punk should be for you know for this and good on it. And I just I enjoyed it. All the whole thing's about twenty minutes long. I just
0: put the whole thing on when you sent it to me and enjoyed it, you know, from the yeah, first minute it really sort of hits, hits the nail on the head, I think. And, like, maybe what you said about music for this time, I think there's possibly almost like a shadow over this kind of music produced in the last year or so. There is made with this big shadow over it. it is, it's made with this ongoing kind of sense of dread and, and doom that we're kind of showcasing at the moment. So... I think there is there is a sense of that in the air, and it's probably being captured by bands like this. So, yeah, there's probably some truth in that. So yeah, this record is called "After the Rain, the Sun Comes Out," as you say. Uh, we're gonna play the song "Good Weather Never Lasts." So from that brief slab of grindcore, we're going straight into some more bluesy territory, more kind of psychedelic, uh, maybe stoner rock uh, stylings. Uh, a band called Spelljammer, which is an absolutely brilliant name. And yeah, it's, it seems like they've taken quite a while between releases for this one, but what a what a record, and, and what a sound. I think the, the sound and the production on this one just really struck me as something special. So um, had you come across this band before, Pete?
1: I hadn't. I don't know how either, looking back. Um... I, I, to, when I say that, there was uh, the label on Riding Easy Records, which is a brilliant, brilliant label, put out an end of year sampler, you know, free end of year sampler up on Bandcamp uh, in December. And it was the Spelljammer track. And it was this track, actually, because it's a pre release of the, the album. It was this track that I loved more than any. And there's bands on there which I already knew and, you know, already like, like Here Lies Man and Warish and RIP. So, you know, th- that's what those sam- the best bits of samplers do aren't they it's kind of you find new music and so you know kept track of this band and then you know now they've got their album coming out this month so and the whole thing's really good you, you kind of mentioned the production i think that's in, it's interesting we were talking about like, with the bourgeois song before I, I really like the lo-fi production i'm kind of skeptical or fearful of stoner rock with two cleaner production sometimes but this this is a powerful production but doesn't lose any of that kind of energy or the fuzz or or anything like that. And actually, the way the songs are written, it took me a while to kind of pick up what, what it was about it, but it's got a kind of overcast darkness. You know, there's darkness overhanging yes. all of it. Just subtly, you know, relatively to Stony Rock, it's not kind of alterage. but it keeps a heaviness, it keeps this stormy edge, it's a pessimistic tone almost. It makes it feel almost gargantuan. And it maintains that throughout these long songs.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the whole title is called um, Abyssal Trip, which. I think they've said in in the sort of liner notes that refers to deep trenches in the ocean it's like it's about like drowning and doom and like you say pessimism but apparently they recorded this in the middle of nowhere uh, in near Stockholm in the countryside so I think there's a bit of that that creeps into the production as well it's it's kind of like right let's record this in perfect isolation almost so again it's that theme of you know 2020 and and the the ominous kind of things that come with that, really. So I think, yeah, this, this album's almost conceptual, but I think you can possibly miss that if you're just listening to it, you know, away from any sort of explanation. So, yeah, it's 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 an interesting one, and I think it sort of stands out from a lot of the um, sort of similar-sounding bands that you'd probably find in Stony rock it it just stands out on its own really doesn't it
1: yeah it's really good and another hit for kind of riding easy you know it's going to be good because we're on there and they've got great air you know you just know everything they put out of quality and then
0: disproves it yeah so brilliant so yeah we're going to play the song lake and yeah you can get this at spelljammer.bandcamp.com or like we say riding easy records I'd say on this podcast, we sort of we'd like to play curiosities, and, and here's another one for you. So uh, a two-piece band called Pack 40 put out tape on Panaris uh, Productions uh, from Newcastle. And yeah, this, this is a brilliant sort of opener called Sausage Roll, which is brilliant in itself. But to me, it just goes through so many different genres. It, it kind of doesn't fit into a strict pigeonhole. I'd say maybe like Noise Rock at points, stoner Rocket at points doom at points it's just a lot of fun i think and yeah i just thought yeah this would be great to sort of roll out on the podcast so what did you make of this piece? It, it's it doesn't sort of fit into any kind of genre boundaries immediately does no. it? it kind of jumps around
1: yeah which is good um i've listed the whole album we got it sent through on email which is uh so i've been lucky enough to hear it all that's even more so across the album you know there's all these different styles in there I like, you know, I'm drawn to kind of the, you know, obviously to the doom and stoner elements. There's bits which are like sleep, essentially. There's a big plodding opening riff in this song. And the vocals, maybe a little less so, but you can still hear that. And I noted down uh, like five as an influence, you know, so that you've got kind of one, this, you know, behemothic, Sleep type, you know, just riff-focused thing, and then this more intricate, more experimental side of doom at the other. But like you say, it's not just doom; it goes off at uh, right angles from there. So, which is typical of the label—they put out some amazing stuff like Petra and Cross uh, and Charlie Butler, who we played the other week. They're, they're known for their kind of their oddities, uh, and this this kind of fits in there. Even though it, if you if you you'd think maybe like a Stoner Rock album would be more of like APF Records or something like that you can see why it fits into their their roster because of because their willingness to explore and be invented.
0: And I think um I've just noticed it's the second record that's been mastered from um the the excellent Esben Williams who's um in Monolord. So yeah, uh, really really interesting fact there. So I think the um the last band we played uh, Spelljammer, uh, that's uh, recorded by them as well. So yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, I just thought this. I mean, this label are fantastic. They they put out so many different um, unusual releases, a lot of lot of tapes and a lot of one offs and um, yeah. It's it's a label I can fully get behind because it's it's full of curiosities and strange ideas coming together. So I think this is just another one of them. So this record's called Bunker, and you can get it at panarisproductions dot com. Yeah, absolutely brilliant stuff. This is sausage roll. <laughs> are playing quite a lot of death metal on the podcast these days and i think uh, this next band are just a, a brilliant example of why really so swamp beast uh, from la uh, i gather have come out with this record and yeah it's just amazing uh, it's called seven evils spawned of seven heads and uh, yeah again it's just this it's got a lot of old school influence i think that's the thing i immediately noticed about this one Pete.
1: the reason we're playing a lot is because there's a real surge in the genre you know there's yeah. you know particularly the american band's
0: is is a
1: real kind of strong wave coming through and obviously it kind of you know a lot of it'll hark back to the you know to the to the original bands to bands like immolation and incantation but they do it so well and it sounds the best of it like here just sounds like an amalgamation of all the best elements so you've got kind of those like buzzing guitars you've got you know all the kind of best elements the you know the American greats. You got a bit kind of that swampy, gurgling Finnish sound. There's a you know you can hear the Swedish sound in there. I don't know. You know, it's just without it's not there specifically, but you just feel like it's an amalgamation of all that has always been good and brought up to date. And it's the best of death metal for me. I always say it's like the kind of the ugly, swampy, murky stuff, and this fits in brilliantly there. And then it's got this whole wrapped in this darkness like the black curse album you know which was in our albums of the year uh last year so put all that together you might you can even add in you know maybe some of those you know the the real desperately unholy doom of the bands like lord mantis you know it's really pushed to its extreme uh and this feels like otherworldly and depraved so pull that together and this is what this is what you get here and it just sounds fantastic for it
0: yeah it, it's definitely got a bit of that mythos about it it's, it's got like without being cheesy it's got fantasy elements it's got you know this this weaved tapestry through it all and i I just love stuff like this and i'm really glad that you kind of opened my eyes to the, this modern wave of it really because i think to me your experiment of listening to <laughs> however many death metal bands it was last year was brilliant because it, it just opened open this podcast up to sort of playing this kind of stuff a bit more and I often miss things like this Um, I'm absolutely eternally grateful to that brilliant brilliant record and um, yeah one to kind of absorb as a whole again Uh, I mean I know I say that quite a lot but I think this one really works as a as a sort of cohesive whole so absolutely astonishing work and I think this will be um, sort of coming back um, throughout the year I think I'll be putting this on again and again so really interesting So, you can get this at swampbeastca.bandcamp.com. The album, like I say, is called Seven Evils Spawned of Seven Heads. And we're going to play the song The Permanence of Death. So this next band uh, called O, oh, uh, found on Shuvrek, uh, Shovrek, uh, which uh, we've played quite a few uh, records from recently. But yeah, this this came out on the um, uh, Bandcamp Fee Free Day uh, a few weeks ago, and yeah, I just thought this was really interesting. It's got like elements of hardcore, elements of black metal. It seems to be a solo recording, which is all the more amazing because it's just um, astonishing. Really, I mean, it, it, it's chaotic. It's Atmospheric, it's got that kind of um, creepy, um, damp atmosphere to it that a lot of modern black metal does, and I just thought it was brilliant. Um, Reminded me maybe of of American um, black metal bands like Sunlight's Bane and stuff like that, uh, mixed with hardcore sort of stuff. Um, What did you make of this one?
1: I I liked it, you know, I liked it. I'd heard it before you picked it, actually, the same, um, and I was really impressed with it. The label reference. Texas and Celeste, so they've gone for that more, you know, the European equivalent of what you're saying, I think, I think we get at the same point. Um, and these bands, which, you know, produced, you know, what's kind of called black and hardcore. Yeah. Um, which could mean a number of things, but I think, you know, when it's done well, like this, it, it's, it's perfect. You know, I, I love those bands and these fit fit in with that. So it contains the best elements of all that, the kind of these searing guitars, that kind of the, permanent ferocity and what i particularly like about this this type of music it, it it retains it retains it from you know song to song album to album and it doesn't seem to lapse into which uh things like the the boring tropes of post-atmospheric black metal or kind yeah. of Alsace post-rock territories which they aren't that far removed from but it doesn't you know they are kind of short and sharp to the point and in your face and really kind of tearing your face off at the same time so yeah brilliant and a real, you know a good addition to that kind of uh legion of bands
0: yeah i'd be interested to see if um this actually develops into a band because i think they've they've invested quite a lot in this and there is um i think the, the vinyl sold out of this but to me it's got potential to be this amazing full band if, if they're sort of willing to give it uh that much attention so yeah absolutely brilliant so the album's called anthropocene And you can get it at shoverec.bandcamp.com Brilliant, brilliant label You should um, go and look at other bands on there as well Uh, And we're going to play the song Mare Morto I've I've used the word curiosities quite a few times this podcast, and I think this is another one. This is absolutely brilliant. It feels like a a piece of a little snippet of art. So, Pete, you found this band called The Set, and yeah, this almost reminds me of that band from Leeds uh, called Forests of Stars, who were almost like had a Victorian uh, theme to them. And this has a bit of kind of like witchcraft and you know historical kind of documentation to it. And I just thought this was a really interesting little release. Um, How did you find it?
1: It was a camp search. And, you know, the whole thing's over in less than eight minutes, Yeah. but I listened to it, really enjoyed it. And then I found myself coming back to, you know, after kind of, after I'd gone through my full searches, I'd gone back and back and I thought, yeah, I've got to play something on here. It's described, you know, they describe themselves as a blackened mix of grind and sludge. That that alone takes a, a while to get your head around. You know, that's a, that's a hell of a mix for three songs and, and eight minutes. It it sounds you know it sounds like it sounds like it comes from many different areas and, and influences. It kind of creeps along with this you know feral menace. There's a you know I think there are only a two piece. It's a, probably again a guess. This is a a lockdown born project and there's you know there's almost like a minimalist minimalism to it in the production at least, and it that's what gives it that kind of creepy edge. And added with the short songs this kind of you know this noise it leaves you it, it kind of leaves you disorientated rather than suffocated you know it's not there for twenty minutes of of kind of you know really kind of making you claustrophobic but it fills a hole and and you just kind of know that you're gonna you, you know this is something special before you know it's over
0: and you press pressing play again They. Describe it as a short demo, so I can't wait to hear if they do something else. I mean, you say this this sounds like a lockdown project, it probably is, but it feels much more formed than a demo or, or that would suggest. I think it's it's yeah. very well realized, and it's it feels like a little piece of art to me. It, it's just brilliant. I, I thought the the closing track where they fade with like uh, an actual uh, song uh, that sounds like something from the nineteen forties or something. It's um, apparently a, a song called Nightlife by Ray Price reminded me of an album by The Caretaker that I've been listening to it's about six hours of that kind of era um, and it kind of gives a a snapshot into what it's like to sort of suffer from dementia it kind of like the 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 music fades over the six hours into this kind of like clutched memories sort of thing and this has got the same aesthetic It's, it's got that kind of a captured bit of time little time capsule maybe idea to it and i i mean from eight minutes of music i'm saying all this that's that's <laughs> kind of says how good this is so um i i'd really really i mean we're going to play the second track which is the more me- metallic one but i swear the other two are, are sort of they add a, a bit more context to this and they, they work as a sort of series so um yeah i'm i'm really impressed with this and i can't wait to hear if um they're going to do some more so absolutely brilliant um you can get this at the dash set that's sep uh, we're going to play fishes in that which is reflected and it's often a little demo called our non-moral sense